Always got a gal pal for ya. I've got my girl Ashley. What's up? Hi. I'm so happy to be here with I'm you. So happy that we're finally doing this. So we had this wonderful idea, uh, and we were like, okay, we're gonna go to all of the Vanderpump bars. So we went to Pump, Tom, Tom, and Sir. Thank you. Like, <laughs> what are the other ones' names? Um, and had uh, a time. It was really an experience I'm doing not, all three of them at once, especially. Yeah, but I think maybe our mistake was a Saturday night, the temperature outside, um, and I just I don't know, but it wasn't great. We didn't have a great time at any of the places. No, we got to pump. No, what was Sir? We started at Sir. Yeah, and it was just so packed. It was mobbed because yeah. the problem at Sir is that the DJ booth also is right in front of the door. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go and have a drink and there are actually people in there, it gets mobbed and there's a huge bottleneck. I was enjoying the the music though, and I did like that I saw DJ Mickey after having about DJ seen Mickey. him on fucking Vanderpump. It's great. Um, I know to my podcast listeners, I'm constantly talking about Vanderpump Rules, but it's a big part of my life, so you can go ahead and pump off if you have an issue with it. Um, but then we went to, we, we went down to Tom Tom to see how long the line was, and the line was pretty long. So we were like, okay, let's go to Sir? No. Well, first Pump. we tried to get into Tom Tom. By line. And get around the line, mm-hmm. because we've heard conflicting things about how to get in. Yeah. And... There's always a line, right, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And didn't look that busy inside, so we just kind of went to the front and said, hey, we're we're meeting people, we're, you know, going to sit down to eat, is it okay if we come in? And they said, no, it's one in, one out, and we said, does it matter if you're going to the bar, or staying for dinner, can we give you our names, anything? And they just said, nope, get back online. No rhyme or reason, no organization. And then yet, when we were back in line to wait, I saw people talk to him and then, like, be like, yeah, come on in. Like, so it's just, I have no idea. Um, Pump was really loud and was playing the weirdest music. It wasn't even, like, anything that I knew. It was music I hadn't heard. Um, and it was... Th- did they, Was there a DJ there? I don't no. think there was a live I think it was DJ like, there. I think it was, it was just, just a track. CD, yeah. Bartenders, our bartender was creepy. I thought he was really creepy. He was very rude, too. How was it? What did he do to you? He just was very cold and didn't seem like he wanted to be there and was just, you know, rude and in tone and kind of... Which is not really what your demeanor. Ex- yeah. Just very... Everybody was kind of very unwelcoming. Yeah. And sort of figure it out, do your own thing. Yeah, which is not really what I was expecting from, like, watching the show and her being like, I care so much about everybody that's coming in, and I want to make sure everyone has this great time, and one Yelp review can mean that it's all terrible. Well, bitch, there was no toilet paper, there were no toilet seat covers, it was super, super crowded in TomTom to the point where, like, I knocked into somebody's shoulder and got nervous that my eyebrow came off, like, my eyebrow makeup, like, that's how crowded it was, like, it was just... Oh, mm-mm. Another situation of everybody kind of up close by the door mm-hmm. and milling around. And when it's not organized, nobody knows where to go. So everybody yeah. just Stands. crowds where everybody else is. Yeah. How long do you think we waited in line to get in a TomTom? I would say probably 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't... And this was at, what, at this point, 
12 yeah or well by the time we got in 12 30 yeah and I was nervous because we had been waiting so long that it's like okay well it's gonna be two at some point and then you're not even gonna let anybody in and the my buzz was going away and it was like do I even buy another drink when I'm just gonna get a beer and it's gonna be like fucking eight dollars and then the drinks that they had there are so fucking bougie fucking kombucha green tea matcha like gin gin. like that's disgusting a questionable combination for me i'm not a gin fan but either way that doesn't sound like a mix and it sounds like a lot of acid in your stomach when you're out drinking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i don't i'm not looking to mix my alcohol and my healthy kombucha for the day i probably have already had that if i'm trying to drink that which i'm not (laughs) because it's gross do you I don't mind it, but I don't buy it too often either. I'm not enough of a fan of it. Yeah, like, like I it's just, fine once in a while, but it's not really my thing. I don't. I, I get it's great for you and all. I'm but. actually not a matcha fan either. So yeah, that with the gin and and there was another on one that was ginger and it had like actual giant pieces of ginger inside of it. And it's like, who wants to drink bits of ginger with alcohol? That's so. That's gonna give me so much heartburn. Uh, which, I mean, sounds wrong, but ginger does give me heartburn. I me too. To... It's the same thing kind of, I feel like, with the kombucha one. That yeah. it would just be so mm-hmm. uncomfortable to keep mm-hmm. drinking. Yeah. They say that ginger is supposed to, like, help your tummy for stuff, but it literally just gives me heartburn. Well, it's very spicy. Yeah. Did you know that pink ginger is not real ginger? It's fake? No, I didn't. But white ginger is real. So if you're at a sushi restaurant and it's pink, it's not actually real ginger. It's like pickled bullshit. Um, but if it's white, it's actually real ginger. I didn't know that. That's good Fun to know. fact of the day. Hey. I don't know. I, I've known that forever. Um, and I don't even eat sushi because I'm so allergic to it. Yeah, uh, it was an interesting choice that they made, though, to have a block of ginger on top instead of I've seen you know you have like a garnished rim right or a little bit of candy ginger sprinkled on top cute right but not ginger but we did get to see the kissing picture which is literally the only reason and she's very smart at putting it like on the outside so you can kind of see it so you really want to get in to see the full thing yeah because we were losing patience with the line we We were watching every other line on the block move Mm -hmm. we were wondering what everybody else was standing in line for at 1 a.m but Mm -hmm. there was another place across the street called like high tops yeah and they had the longest line i've ever seen for Uh, a bar that wasn't having a concert or some big event i've never seen anything like it it. just makes me all the way down like and then the block yeah yeah it makes me wonder like what's going on inside of there like what? But also, I don't. I don't even like to wait in line at Disneyland. <laughs> I'm, I don't even wait that long to ride Space Mountain, and I'm fucking waiting in line for Tom Tom, and it sucked. And I'm and like we went to the very back area, and it was empty. And then we were like, oh great, we can sit down back here. And they're like, ladies, we're closing this area. And I'm like, why? It's so busy in there. Why would you close back here when we could all hang out back here? And everything's open for another the hour and a half. Posted, you know, open for another ninety minutes. Yeah, and they weren't. It wasn't all a formal seating area. There were a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, like kind of small spaces to sit where they could have moved a little bit of the crowd. Yeah. But yeah, at least when you're standing in the line and about to totally give up and go somewhere else, you at least see the kissing Tom picture. Gives you hope. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll stick it out for a few more minutes. Yep. But she could learn something from Disney and theming her line if she's going to make you stand out there. That is true. Her and Nicolene can't work out some 
clocks for outside, something for me to look at. <laughs> something like that, or just more well, heaters. Can't be industrial romantic out there, right? Or wasn't? Didn't she say it costs like so much money to put all that stupid shit inside there anyway? That wasn't that impressive. And it's going to stop working. She spent a lot of money on it, and there are all these moving parts and gears and clocks, and it looks really cool, Mm -hmm. but it seems very difficult to maintain over time all of the little intricate pieces. Yeah. I was disappointed. I've been to Sur at a different time on, like, a Wednesday night and had a great time because it was empty, so I was able to, like, dance and do whatever I want and, like, really look around. I did see Billy Lee, and at TomTom we saw... What's his face? We saw Adam. Mm Mm-hmm. Sans Sheena, he was with a different girl. But on his Instagram, four photos ago, it's him and Sheena. So it's just a fucking publicity bullshit for the show. And he was very friendly with the girl he was with. They weren't keeping it under wraps. And everybody there recognized him. That's Mm -hmm. how, that's the kind of night it was at TomTom when the biggest reaction was that Adam just walked in. Don't you think that that woman that was with him is, um somewhat of a a beard do you not get that vibe from him um i don't know i don't really get any vibe from him because you see he's so no, little he's of no him. personality he's just, yeah he's even raquel at least raquel sort of gives you something i have a baseline with her um and i just he's just always there smiling Ugh, but i feel like i get a is that rude of me to say about him is that like a rude thing to say about somebody it is what it is i mean it's but they introduced him like he was going to be such a big deal last season. Yeah. And Sheena's been being Sheena and teasing this relationship with him, you know, on social media, which is where the more interesting part of the show plays out at this point. Yeah. What's actually yeah. on her, camera. Her getting her hair line microbladed. <laughs> Shit I live for. <laughs> Sheena's so easy to hate. Like, I love to hate her. But I also love her. Right, because she's just doing Sheena. She's just herself. Like, can't knock her for it. Loves that social she's media. She's been the she- this Sheena. That's true. Because I'm re-watching all of Vanderpump. She's the fucking same in season one. So it's like, well, at least you're consistent. Because Stassi's changed a lot, but at least for the better. Stassi used to be a fucking, like, bitch. She was terrible. Like, but in a not also, good way. In a not good way, but I also think it was smart of her. And that she was a little more clever than a lot of the others in that first season, especially to be like, there's a camera here. We're getting a little bit of airtime. You know, how much of this is Bravo actually going to broadcast? Let me try to make a show here. Yeah. Somebody needs to be the person that nobody likes and the person with the one-liners and the bitch. And like, if you you don't think that she already I think she was already a mean girl. Yeah. But I think she really liked leaning into it. And it wasn't her first reality show. I think she's been very determined to it make wasn't? this work. She was on um, the Amazing Race Families with her dad, and I don't know if he's still married to this woman and I guess her step siblings. And then she was on a show on like Teen Nick called Queen Bees. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is incredible news. It's like when I was watching The Hills, and fucking Tom was on it, and I was like, Tom. What are you doing here? It was incredible. I and can't believe you're casting, here. right? And um, what's his name got so mad at Lauren for casting male models? Yes, yes, I yes. I was like, holy shit. Because I'm super behind and I just watched Laguna Beach. Holy shit. I have to go back and rewatch that. I haven't seen that in forever. It was just crazy to me to be watching kids drinking and knowing that the producers and cameras are there and not doing anything about it. 
Like, like how was that legally? Because now I don't think that could fly. I don't think that you could be at a, like, high school party filming kids get... I mean, I know we're not talking about the fact that they're drinking, but right, they're the drinking. has to know about it. Exactly. Like, we, like, or, I mean, unless it's, like, fake. But it, uh. I don't know how that works either, because they were all still underage at that time. Oh, yeah. Um, like, just even to be working. Yeah. Um, like, for shooting and being on camera, I don't know how it works if you're on a reality show and you're underage also. Yeah. You would think, especially in that situation. Yeah, that's why I was like, is this real? So it doesn't become a liability for them later. Yeah. When all of these kids that they just let get drunk, you know, if something happens. Yeah, but I'm, like, halfway through the hills, so I haven't totally finished it. Um, but that Heidi and Spencer shit is some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Like, uh, her wanting to paint the wall or something, and then he does I that giant thing. I made a surprise. Thing. My yeah. surprise was a beautiful mural. Like, that the surprise fight, was a, gra- a graffiti wall. Like, that was the ugliest. I would have died. I would have been so pissed. And I was like, yes, Heidi, when she was painting over that wall. I was like, get it, girl. Couldn't believe that Lauren did not go to Paris. That was, that show was in a Vanderpump Rules kind of situation, too, at that point. Because she was, like, filming and supposed to have this internship, but also has dresses coming out at Kohl's. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was on the cover mm-hmm. of Teen Vogue. The very beginning of Vanderpump and the way that they shot it reminds me of The Hills 100%. And even, like, the way that they shot, like, the above shit, the apartments, and then, like, going inside of it, like, all of that. I was like, this has, it's like, you know, that's why I love Vanderpump Rules so, so much. Who's your favorite? Um, I love Kristen Doty. Really? I think she just always brings it I think she is one of the ones who really you know bleeds for the show and puts everything out there yeah and even when it's really bad you know she just kind of goes with it um she's another one who's very unapologetically herself yeah I hate Carter who is Carter oh her boyfriend why do you hate him Uh, I think he's very boring I've seen scenes with them like when she came back from Cancun or where where did they go for Jax's birthday Brittany threw him the trip Mexico yeah and she was maybe hooking up with James yes and so she comes back and he's doing this sing song thing to her like you didn't tell or something like that and she's being super creepy yeah um I don't know just he doesn't do anything for me he does he's another one who I kind of don't have any vibes from I don't get a lot of personality like yeah. even on a couple of episodes I feel like you know I get Bo and I am I like Bo know, I like love Bo I love Bo. Bo need a Bo in my life Bo really turned um I helped turn Stassi's just image around too yeah. I think it makes her so much more likable oh yeah just by virtue of Patrick what a nice likable boyfriend she has Patrick was that ass Absolutely shit. Absolutely horrifying. Was the craziest stuff in the universe, him talking about Lisa's ass. Like, I was just like, this is not real. Like, this is not happening. How is, like, it was just, oh my God. And I just, I feel like if I had a boyfriend saying that type of shit, I would just be like, okay, nope, and end it. It seems so embarrassing. And for someone who she was so worried about bringing around and having on camera and having right. a film, um, you know, it's a shame that he put her in the position and kind of gaslit her into feeling like she was so embarrassing and hard to be around and troublesome when 
every time he was on camera. Yeah. It's, he's the one who made himself look like an asshole. Yeah, maybe he's like, fine, you want me on camera? Do you think that's what he was, I was going to say, do you think that's what he was trying to do? Was It was such sort of like a, a, it was such a, like a, like an attitude. Like, I, I got like when a he, fake vibe from all of it. Right, and I was like, was there's no way you're like this all the time. Yeah. But her, Stassi always taking too much Adderall and drinking at her birthday parties is my favorite thing in the universe. Like, I don't know how she hasn't learned by now to stop taking Adderall or it's probably Coke. I think that... They're, I think now that they're a little bit older and just probably watching not. the show, I think yeah. they've moved maybe into Adderall from doing a lot of coke. Because, like, you used to, you don't quite see so much of Jack's, like, crazy sweating and yeah. bloated, like that episode at Pride where he broke the glass bottle in the yeah. ice bin. Yeah. Or when he's just totally um, sort of glitching out and you see that twitch in his eyes yeah. and he's just sleek. He's yeah. shining on camera. And then we had uh, Tom Sandoval say, do you remember when they got into that fight in the first season and they all started taking their shirts off? Or maybe it was the second season in Vegas? Yes. And then he Tom's like, up. oh, I took a Xanax and I don't remember anything and apparently took my shirt off because everybody else was. <laughs> Shit's so funny. And just like everything else in the world of Vanderpump Rules, nobody else presses or asks a question or has a follow-up, everybody just sort of takes it at face value, and they're like, oh, okay, you took, yeah. a, you took a Xanax, and then Jax was getting in a fight, and you had to take your, your shirt, shirt off. off. I feel like a lot of the time, there's just, you know, amongst each other, the cast members will have a conversation, or somebody will say something, or do something, yeah. and there's just no follow-up. It's just, oh. Oh. Fine. Okay. okay, sure. That's why I love the show so much. My God. Do you watch other reality, or just that? I watch other reality. What? Um, let's see, most of the housewives. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm halfway through Atlanta, the Atlanta episode right now. Did you watch it last night? No, I watch Atlanta kind of in and out. Okay. Um. I'm a huge Atlanta, like I fucking love it so much. I want to do the After Buzz TV show on it really bad, but they have a full panel, so I can't. Um, but. To burp. Uh. Oh my, I have been holding that in. Uh. Oh, that was incredible. Okay, anyway. Um, what's your favorite Real Housewives, like, place, show, series? I think probably New York. Oh, it's so good. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! <gasps> Bethany is my fucking favorite. Like, I love her so, 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 so much. I don't love Bethany, but there are times that you know, Bethany's my favorite Bethany was when they were in the Berkshires in the same episode with Dorinda where she made it nice when she's screaming at Luann and just says, You fuck everyone. <laughs> or it was, was that a strong the, comeback. That was when she had just started filming again. Or when like Dorinda is like a mess when she's like super drunk and like she's got like stuff all over her face and then like she's like, Why would you let her sit here and look a fool like this? That was that was that, right? That was Dorinda, right? She had, like, lipstick all over, like, everywhere, and, like, her eye, and, like, uh, Bethany was, like, trying to fix her after the fight with, there was, like, that giant fight, and, God, Dorinda gets so sloshed, and it's, like, crazy, and she's like, I know my problem, I'm like, I feel, because I was talking to my friend Tony about it, who was on another episode of this podcast, and we feel like it's not just alcohol. Well, that was the big debate at that one reunion, too. Yeah. Like, there's got to be a pill or something maybe involved. 
you know, like maybe something that she doesn't like, maybe she takes an antidepressant that cattle like makes it really bad. And that's what happens or like, you know, but I, it's just so, it's so crazy. Can a martini make you be that way? (laughs) I mean, she, she, when she gets going, there's no unwinding her. She ramps up and then there's no going back. But she also, she lashes out. Or not lashes out, but, you know, those reactions, those big Dorinda reactions that she has. She has them when she's sober, too. True. She does. But it's that... just a little messier and more slurring. Oh, my God. When that she's, meeting... When she's drunk, but... That she had with Bethany and, the like, her work people right before they went to do all that charity stuff. And she was just so drunk oh, and saying right. all that stuff. Oh, my God. I, it was like watching Michael Scott in the office. I was like, just make it stop already. Okay, your second favorite after New York. Beverly Hills, I think, even Love though there Beverly have been Hills. some pretty boring seasons and they keep trying to fill that one spot. They, have they do. And they, they do. Have I think they've done a good job this season with Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Yeah, I think that's going to be good. That's great. Already, It's already funny with the winning shit. Somebody accidentally said winning in the last episode and it was hilarious. So I love Erica Jane. So do I. Love her so much. Ever since the... I just said so, but I didn't mean to. SOS. Um... In that first episode where she was wearing, like, cunt on her fucking necklace. so so upset with her. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? It's just a necklace. Like, what does it matter? Um, I remember one time in, like, the seventh grade, I wanted to buy a shirt that said bitch. But my mom was like, where are you going to wear that? I'm not going to let you wear it out of the house. Kind of reminded me of that. Um, I would say my number one is... Orange County, just because it's the first and, like, it just goes back so far. I fucking hate Vicki Gunvalson, though. I hate her so much. She's... It's not where it's at. She's another one that goes totally off the rails. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Vicky thing is when she gets really upset and she just kind of, kind of starts to... Um, go haywire like yeah. something's misfiring in her brain so she's just repeating herself and mm-hmm. getting louder and louder mm-hmm. and there is no reasoning with her if i hear her say love tank one more goddamn time and also the relationship that she has got with this man now who clear they just don't have any type of chemistry at all it's like she's forcing him to be with her and isn't i don't know if it still is but i remember kind of seeing when they were first together and he first started appearing on the show isn't his handle on social something like you know r-h-o-c whatever his name is or like oh really put something yeah i can't remember what it is into his username to make sure that you know that he's on a show or that he's the real and or maybe that to me seems maybe he's so old didn't have an instagram got on the show and vicky's like you need an instagram he's like okay and then because he's on the show and he thinks that's why he needs an instagram he did it I'm going to have to deep dive this and report back. Thank you. Because I feel like he's not, he's too innocent to be like, I want to be. He's not, uh, what was his name? Dale? No. Oh. The cancer guy. Why? Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of it? Is it a D? Um, no, no, no. Brooks. Brooks. God, Brooks. That shit was wild. I don't know how I forget that. That Brooks shit, that cancer shit. Basically, for those of you who haven't watched, but 
I would hardly doubt anybody who hasn't watched any of these shows is continuing to listen. They have 100% turned it off by now. But uh, Vicky and Brooks were like dating forever and he basically like lied to her that he had cancer and then she was also kind of in on it and it was like this whole crazy thing and she had this like cancer binder and like it was just the most obnoxious, crazy thing ever. And I just don't understand how Tamara and all of them can keep going back to her after she's like, shown how she is i don't understand a lot of it in the oc um some of the relationships that they continue to have and it's one of the things that i do like um sort of in the oc or new york is Mm -hmm. that you do have a lot of episodes where you might have like a two or three episode arc where half of them are fighting with one another and then they're completely over it and everything changes. And then they go to Tokyo or some bullshit. It's not quite as heavy as sometimes, which don't get me wrong, I love New Jersey. Yeah. Um, Marge is a first ballot Hall of Fame housewife after your husband is in the pool as if she wasn't already. That was Them pushing, he deserved that 13 million percent. They how do you no, just decide all of, all of his shit was ruined push someone into a pool though because I, they didn't even look at each other they were just standing there and once he started to get I a little think, he started to like make himself big and they just both went i'm so sure she like started to come up not maybe that they told it wasn't like aviva throwing her leg right. but just like you know oh there's marty standing by the pool all right if he gets crazy we're gonna push him Fucking in push and him in. it got crazy, crazy. yeah and they were both like well, you know what fuck it i'm gonna push him in the pool when she was like where's my husband and then she goes and finds him and the stuff that it, uh danielle's new husband was saying about her was so vile like i'm glad his watch and his phone and everything got ruined but my first thing that i was thinking was how is he not being electrocuted by his mic I think they're waterproof because oh, okay. they'll do, um, like, when they go swimming and stuff on Vanderpump Rules or they're at the beach. Okay. Like, I've seen them have their mic pack in the water, okay. so. I was just afraid that, like. Especially at events like this, they might have been, um, forget electrocuting anybody, just had their equipment ruined because of. Yeah, that's true. People getting crazy. Oh, my God. That was, and then them walking back and then being like, where's my husband? He's in the pool. What? He's in the pool. And then, oh no, and then they said, she said, who pushed him in there? And then they both turned around and said, we did, right? She said, they walked past her on their way out and she was going in and she said, your husband's in the pool. And Danielle said, who pushed my husband in the pool? And she said, like, me and my husband pushed your husband in the pool or me and my husband. I just wanted to think, I was sitting there with my mouth fucking open. I was like, did that just happen? Yeah, that's the fucking shit I live for. Okay, let's get to know you, though, more. We've gotten to know all of our love for Real Housewives, and I feel like I'm so repetitive at how much I talk about Vanderpump Rules, but it's great if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, You can just really relate it to anything. You can. And it's a show that you have to talk about is what I've found in finding. Yeah, there's also so many. I didn't know there was, like, a ton of Vanderpump Rules podcasts, and, like, they're crazy popular. Like, people love to hear people talk about what happened in the shows, so... I'm here for it, and I'm ready for the rest of the season. I'm uh, actually tonight. Um, this will be airing on Tuesday, and tonight's Monday night. But on Monday nights, you can actually watch me on um, the After Buzz TV Vanderpump Rules After Show. If you go to uh, their YouTube channel and type in Vanderpump Rules After Show Season Seven, are we in? I yes, we're yeah, in Season Seven. Uh, we go live every night at eight. I think, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's cool because I go uh, to After Buzz and I watch 
the episode and then do an after show about it right after. So yeah, it's, really it's cool. Because everything's fresh and also yeah. just sort of first opinions. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll watch it a bunch of times. Yeah. First of all, if I'm home and I'm working or cleaning or something, mm-hmm. I have the television. If I have the television on, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll watch whatever Vanderpump Rules marathon that they want to show me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so you Real have cable? Housewives. I do have cable. So fancy. Um, Such an adult. I have it for sports for now. Oh, you like sports? Once I can get rid of that, I can switch to everything because everything I watch almost is on Hulu or Netflix. You know what I mean? I stream just about everything. Yeah. Is is Bravo on anything? Bravo has an app. So if you have a cable login. Got it. Like I use my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same. Nobody tell my mom, but I think she knows. It's okay. Um, So you've been married. I have been married. How was that? How did that come about? Did you date him for a while? Did you, like, meet him at a bar? What, what was that falling we in love process like? We dated for a while. Um, we had been friends for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. We had mutual friends um, where each of us was really close friends to a married couple and each of their families. Yeah. And so we had gotten to know each other that way and been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we had taken a trip as a group of friends um, and gone together. And for that whole, for about a year leading up to when we started dating, we had been like talking all the time and hanging out. And all of our other friends were saying, "Or you know, are you two secretly together?" Or you know, you could tell us because we were spending so much time together. Um, and then we started dating. And after the first couple of months, we moved in together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got engaged after. Um, a little more than three years together. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, like head over heels in love, like yeah, the whole thing. In love. Okay. Moved in again super fast. Okay. Um, you know, sort of started doing everything together. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like running the house and bills and the car, we got a dog. Yeah. It was everything very quickly, but we had known each other for such a long time. That it was, like, easy almost. Right. You already had that, like, foundation, like, laid down that base layer. So it was easy to just, like, jump into it straight off the bat. Yeah, because we had spent a year leading up to, you know, really having that conversation, being together officially and starting to date. We were more or less doing all of the kind of, like, dating, getting to know you and talking every day. Yeah. You know, going out and just doing stuff, just the two of us without our other friends. So we also spent a lot of time getting to know each other kind of in a different way. Yeah. Then. Did you, like, at a certain point when hanging out with him before, like, realize, like, oh, I like him more than a friend? Yes. And um, I liked him for a while and was trying to feel it out because it's difficult when you're a big group of friends because yeah. you don't want to make a move or, or make it, it awkward yeah. or even if it's fine and then it doesn't work out. Yeah. And it's going to make it awkward. Right. Um, You know, so that's why I think we took our time with that holding pattern before really starting yeah that's cool though officially i guess be together yeah um how long were you guys uh married for uh eight months and then how long were you engaged for we were engaged for a year and three days oh okay what was it like for you getting divorced after realizing you're like i'm not happy i don't want to do this anymore it was really hard and it was embarrassing yeah because it was such a short amount of time especially and everybody you know now everything on instagram and twitter right um 
everybody had seen that I had had a wedding and seen this relationship developing and all of our friends and family and all these people watched us have a wedding. So it makes you feel embarrassed and like you failed and it's a weird adjustment just in terms of kind of you had a family yeah, uh, and a home and then you're trying to find your footing after yeah. thinking you're going to be with, with this person. This one person. Right, forever. And then, so, like, how long was the duration of, like, your whole relationship? Like, that you were with him? Uh, five, six years. Yeah, that's so tough to, like, you know, be you again after, because you're just so used it to... It takes a really long time. Yeah. What's it like, actually, like, signing papers, getting, like, a divorce? What is that, like, like? if you don't mind me asking, just because I've never done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not fun. No, is it like the TV shows when they sign on the dotted line with the arrow pointing at it? It's a lot of trips to court. I was I was living with him in Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, and so that's where we had done all of the divorce stuff, so I don't know if it's different here, you know, mm-hmm. how the process works. But yeah, there are all these trips to court to file paperwork and all of these documents that you have to file showing, like, income and showing, you know, things that you own, like, are our cars and, um, right. So going and filing all the paperwork and there are a couple of sessions where you have to go and sign the paper that you're intending to start divorce proceedings. And then there's like a waiting period. Um, so it's, it was pretty quick. I mean, I think the paperwork was filed in September Mm -hmm. of 2015 Mm -hmm. and we were divorced February, 2016. Okay. So, so it wasn't like the long drawn out ones that you hear super, about. It was super long. Yeah. But it was a lot more just sort of administrative stuff. And again, trips to the courthouse and it's very yeah. expensive. I couldn't afford a divorce lawyer. We don't have any, you know, yeah. we didn't have a house or anything to have to divide up. But there was still a lot of stuff to go over. Yeah. Even a really simple divorce can apparently be really complicated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, what's it like dating now after having been married, are you having fun or are you just trying to find somebody like to settle down with again? Well, I mean, it's hard to even want to start dating again. Like a take it when or even afterwards, cause I was in a relationship right after okay. my divorce. Okay. And it was great. And I was with somebody who was really sympathetic to what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, and knew the whole situation. That's and great. And known everybody kind of involved. Yeah. Um, and so I moved into that pretty quickly. And it was actually really good because he understood exactly, you know, kind of what I was going through and was there for the whole thing. Yeah. Um. But you're still like grieving, right? That relationship, hundred um, percent. When when so was this? And a lot of stuff like seeing weddings and yeah, everything going to people's weddings. How uh, long ago did y'all get divorced? Uh, it three years. Okay, so it hasn't been that long. No, it feels like it's been a very long time, and also like it hasn't been it, a long time right. at all. But it feels like forever because it takes it's, so well, long. Because it's, it's so painful. Things. It's like when something's painful and it takes you a long time to get over. It feels like it was a long time, but also that it's not. So it's a, it's a confusing time, especially with something like that where it'll just pop up and hit you, even if you feel fine for a while. Yeah, and you're not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and times you know it's for the best. Even still, you yeah. know what I mean? Because again, I moved into um, being with someone else and I was really happy kind of in that relationship, but still dealing with going through the divorce yeah. as well as actually ending the relationship and coming to terms with 
all of that, mm-hmm. you know, because there's the, like, logistics right. of it all um, and the emotion of it all. Yeah. So. It's nice that you had somebody, though, yeah, to was, help you, because I feel like. really good, and I don't, I don't think that it kept me from, you know, addressing the way I was feeling or anything. I think yeah. it's good that I was with somebody who had been a friend for a long time. Yeah. And was there through the situation to kind of, you know, See really know what was yeah. going going on. I don't know if it would have been the same if I started dating somebody that I just kind of met. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite place if you're going to go on a date that you go to? I actually um, have only ever been on one real, what I would consider a date. Okay. In terms of it being a stranger that you don't know. Okay. That you've either just met or somebody's going to introduce you to. Okay. Uh, in terms of that, I think I've been on one actual date. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's been... You know Friends them. of friends. Yeah. 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 Where or did you guys go on this one date that... Just to, a, like, a restaurant. Oh, okay. At yeah, least you got some, dinner some out of it. and some dinner. Okay. Oh, it was really fun. My worst... I kept... Uh, or I said afterwards, you know, my worst case scenario was either uh, that I'm going to come here and I'm going to be super bored uh-huh. or you're going to murder me. <laughs> and I wasn't bored. And you're <laughs> and not you, a violent criminal. And I'm so still alive, so... This worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I go on. Interesting. I go on a lot of random dates with like guys that I don't know, and it's always terrifying, especially after watching the Ted Bundy tapes and <laughs> abducted in plain sight. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to die. Uh, but if you're just smart about it, you don't. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, the guys that like ask me out, they always want to just get a drink, and I get it because like dinner can take a long time or whatever. But a drink. And then it feels like an interview because we're sitting That's across from each other. The boy, right? One of the things that always it. seemed, because I guess I was just ended up being in relationships again with people that I met, mm-hmm. you know, either socially and got to know. Um, but so I didn't really have too much of the experience of just going out and meeting people that I had yeah. no idea who they were. But even still, if it's someone you sort of know, yeah, or have known for a short time, there's. A, it's that whole interview thing. Yeah. And you're just doing it. Exactly. Over and over. And it's the worst thing in the world. Um, are you on Tinder or Bumble or any of those bullshit apps? No. Oh, I am. It's rough out there. But it's also because I don't go out enough to meet anybody. So I feel like that's my only hope. It's, I feel like it's hard to meet people when you're just out and about. True. Every, I don't know. Or maybe that's just me. I, I met I'm you. I'm shy in crowd situations. That's true. <laughs> met her in this a bar a very successful bar meet actually. It, is, it was and look at you in my kitchen now what was your first impression of me i it's usually you. i thought you were great oh my god really because <laughs> um the person that introduced me texted me the next day and was like oh my god i actually loved you and i was like oh my god i did it because i loved her too amazing <laughs> i know i was so happy and then the next day because we had been out really late yeah and we'd been drinking a lot yeah and the next day i was like boy i hope i didn't come on too strong i don't want to like should no. i text today am i gonna <laughs> Way worse than if I met like Should a dude I text at a, today. Like way I'm worse some than guy. If I met a dude at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> if it was some guy, I'd be like, well, whatever. We had taken the selfie though, answer, so it answer. was official. You know, like we had taken the drunk selfie, so it was like we really, you know, we had bonded like you that were night. As committed to visiting Tom Tom as I was. Neither of us had been yet. We talked about it what... on that first night, and it was a crappy experience. <laughs> I either really hyped it up. I either had needed to be like way more drunk or something because I don't know because it also didn't 
seemed like it was like a fun crowd and maybe part of that was and that the music wasn't yeah really good um, was there even a DJ or was it just a track I think playing? that was just a track too there was no DJ there they need to because they don't have you remember from the other episode they don't even have a DJ booth they just sort of have that little stand cubby hole yeah up in the wall oh yeah I didn't even look so for that I don't know how often they do live music in there I also love how in the show it made the bar look so big and huge and that thing is like my closet Right, it looks like it's a mile long yeah. on television. And it's the size very of a shoebox. Like, it is very, very small. We got back to TomTom. Tom. Look at us talking about it again. Look at us. Um, so, I, when you go out, what were you going to say? I don't remember that night that I met you. I don't remember how we had started talking about television or about reality shows or whatever it was. But what really got me, we had met and, you know, we're sort of chatting. And I don't know what led into it but you said you know I was catching up on keeping up with the Kardashians they heard a poker tournament and do you know who I saw in the background and I said yes I do because I saw him too it was Rand it was, it was so Lala's random man. yeah and I was like why are you here at the poker tournament but I know exactly what you saw here's what happened it was because I can't believe you clocked him too I was so <laughs> excited you uh, I told you about my podcast and then you were like what's it called and I was like see you next Tuesday oh that's and right my I said like drunk ass Kennedy. and my and I'm so embarrassed to this day about what I said I was like who is James Kennedy because he sounds like a fucking president and my dumbass didn't even realize that it was from Vanderpump Rules and then you were like no from Vanderpump Rules and I was like oh my god no but yes I love that show incredible and so then that's how our love for each other really sprouted right and when you said the Rand thing because there are a lot of people I'm noticing lots of people watch Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and maybe it comes up when you meet somebody yeah you know, and... I mean, Chrissy Teigen so watches it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned Vanderpump Rules. You mm-hmm. open that door. Mm-hmm. I'm going through it, and I'm going to talk about Vanderpump Rules, and I realize that actually people just watch it, and then they stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. They should I just... Yeah, I watch it, and it's all I think about well, you until didn't... I watch it again. Exactly. I'm doing it again, and it's incredible. So... <laughs> Such a ride. I'm realizing that most other people don't have that level of passion for it the commitment to the Vanderpump and it's just so exciting when you find somebody who yeah. you know oh yeah truly appreciates 100% I mean I'm on a fucking after show about it so you know I love it and then you did an Instagram story quoted James Kennedy and then he saw it and then put it on his story my god what a time I couldn't believe it I was absolutely delighted that James Kennedy thought I was funny I had taken a picture we walked around to see the Sir alleyway mm-hmm we're so lame infamous (laughs) drama yeah but nobody works at the restaurant anymore right so we don't even see it on camera anymore oh that's true so it was nice to be back and see an old friend and i had done (laughs) the alley instagram story yeah and quoted james uh girls come and go but dreams are forever my god what episode season four when he's sort of approaching his breakup with Kristen and I think he had already had sex with Jenna. They Got were definitely it. boning. Got it. And she shows up at Sir to talk to him and he's supposed to start a set and he's trying to get his equipment and he's like, Kristen, leave me alone. Kristen, get out of here. Kristen, you're not going to screw this up for me. <gasps> and that's when he says that's that? that's in his talking head. He's like, look, you know, I've, I started as a busboy and now I'm a DJ and I'm not going to let anybody mess this up for me. Girls come and go. Dreams are forever. But so yeah, I posted that and then he, I got a notification the next day that he added it to his story and I saw in my messages, he sent me a couple like, LOL, LOL, you really got me. That's funny AF. And I was, 
Oh my god. <laughs> it felt so good to be seen. I know. It's the best thing ever. Oh my god. I wish that had happened to I me. I do understand it's a, again, it's a, it's a niche. It's yeah. not a thing that no. I'm going to put on an Instagram story and 95% of the people who see it are going to appreciate. Think, what the fuck is this? Exactly. But maybe James Kennedy will see it somehow. And he did. And you'll get and told you're funny. He did. And it'll make it a little bit more worth it that you stood outside and watched everybody go have fun at high tops. <laughs> We have to go to high top to see what the fuck's inside of there. That's, that's the like next podcast. Yeah, we've of this. To, we're gonna let everybody know how, what what the hell is inside of high tops. Because my god, uh, you're going out. You're gonna get a drink. What do you order? Uh, if depends where I am. I guess if I'm just going to a bar for a drink. Lately, I've been having vodka soda. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've been noticing as I get older drinks that are a little bit more sugary like mm-hmm. I really like like a bourbon drink yeah um or a whiskey and as I'm getting older the headache the oh, next yeah. day yeah is just not it's not even a full hangover it's not mm-hmm. even that it's just the headache that comes with it yeah so that's what wine does to, to really me cut out the sugar if I'm drink like as much as possible not have something that's completely going to Make me feel cross-eyed the next day. <laughs> yeah. I uh, have... Because I just can't drink hard liquor because I just can't handle it. So I just drink wine and beer. And uh, wine and beer. Every time I say that, I right? just hear I that in my head. Um, and that's from Rent, by the way, for those of you who don't know. And if you don't know, get on it. Um, I also love that you just knew that reference when I said it. It's like, yes, Ashley, yes. I know. This just keeps getting better. It really does. just keeps getting better. What was I talking about? <laughs> We were talking about oh, drinking. No, we're talking about drinking. Uh, My issue with beer is that it's making me a little fat. Like, things are a little different in the stomach area, but I love my beer. So, I might just have to run. Maybe, like, not drink so many beers. I don't know. I just drink beer if I'm home. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's something. Or if I'm going to have people over or I'm going somewhere. When I'm out, it's not so much my favorite because I feel like it makes me feel very full. Mm. Or yeah. you just have to pee the entire time. That's also my issue. Like, I am I already have to pee every 30 minutes and then you add beer to it and I can actually go every 10. Like, that's just not, a beer is not something I can sit and drink kind of for hours on end. I could. You know? I just like that, the, I like the drunk because if it gets too much, it'll like go away really right, quickly. it'll taper off. Yeah, like I'm, I know that I'm not going to be like freaking out. Because, like, last night I went to a party and I drank wine. Hit me all at once. And I was like, Jesus, I forgot that wine does this to you. And then today I have the... I'm not hungover, but I have the worst headache in the fuck... And I've taken Advil already. And it worked for an hour. And then now it's like, I'm back. But I drank Pedialyte and water, so, like, I should be fine. But it's just the wine. It's full of histamine, so it'll really get you. And it was champagne. So it, like, is the bubbles. So I'm sure that's it, too. And champagne drunk is it's also own kind of thing. Ooh, I went to a lingerie party last night. Shit was lit. It was so much fun. Uh, favorite color? Orange. Why? It's always been my favorite color. Mm, you just love it? Yeah, what's your favorite color? Yellow. Why? Um, happy. I love mustard yellow, though. That's, like, where That's my chic. color is. Like, in I, like I look good in it because of my red hair, so I'm, like, yes to the mustard it yellow. It's a very flattering color. And I just love I like yellow. a mustard yellow. Yeah. I don't look good in, like, yellow yellow, but then again, who does look good in yellow yellow? It's a hard color to pull. Uh, Beyonce does. Beyonce, though, would look good in anything, so. Did you watch Pretty Little Liars? No. Oh, the 
whole series revolves around this girl who went missing and so there's tons of flashbacks and she's wearing this yellow shirt and it's like a linchpin to the plot towards the end who had the yellow shirt and that's every time I see a yellow shirt anytime I'm out shopping I just think of Allison De Laurentiis going missing and I'm not into it so I haven't worn a lot of bright yellow anyway but I do prefer sort of the mustardy yeah um like a nice fall Mm -hmm. tone if you were a crayon what color would you be I would hope I would be one that had a pun for a name. I would be less worried about what the actual color was, but I would want it to have a really cute name. Okay. I like that so much. Uh, what's your favorite scent to smell? It's a weird one. Well, the reason I hesitated is because when you said it at first, I just thought of um, sort of like perfumey smells and flowers and things like that. And so I was thinking lavender, but then... Um, you know, I thought, what kind of just smells do I like? And, like, mm-hmm. I love the way skunks smell. Skunk? Yeah. Like, the animal? Right. When it... Not, I don't... I mean, I've had my dog get skunked in the yard, and that's a different level, but just when you're out driving and you smell a skunk... Uh-huh. Interesting. I really like that. I really like the smell of red bell peppers, like, so much. Like, if I'm in the grocery store and next to the bell peppers, I'm gonna sniff them. Like, they smell so good to me. I don't know what it is. I love the smell of peanut butter, and I mm. hate to eat it. Oh, and every couple of years, I'm like, okay, I've, you know, been sort of, I don't think I was a super picky eater when I was younger, but I've gotten much more just open as I've gotten older and even things yeah. I don't like, you know, it won't ruin my meal if they put it in. Anyway, yeah. I'll just sort of deal with it. Um, wow, I, I totally lost my train of thought. We were talking about, uh, oh man. Smells? Yes, smells. And then we went to food um, and how you're not as picky and peanut butter. Right, so every couple of years, because I love the way peanut butter smells, um, so I'll be cooking something. The only time I like to eat peanut butter, I'll have it in a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had like a peanut like butter a Reese's cookie? peanut butter cup is okay. Peanut butter cookies are so good. They have I'm one not at like Disneyland. I'm a cookie person either. I don't really like super crunchy stuff. Oh, I don't like a crunchy cookie. I want a soft cookie. But just I like the way it smells, and then I'll try it. I'll think I'm an adult now. I'm going to like peanut I'm butter gonna now. I'm going to like this peanut butter. I love the way this smells. It's going to be so delicious. Yeah, and, and it's just not. It's not happened yet. I hate the way avocado tastes and everyone's like what is wrong with you and I'm like it tastes like nothing it's really slimy and it's mushy and like when you make guacamole to me it doesn't taste like guacamole it tastes like all of the ingredients that you've put into guacamole together like this just tastes yeah, to me avocado like avocado is kind of a base for everything else and it's just like this like it's like slimy like yeah, like, with me, with blah, blah, blah. food, it sounds like it's the same thing, where it's just more of a texture thing. Yeah, like tomatoes. Like, else. I really want to like them, and I get them on my burgers, and I take that shit off halfway through. Like, I love it when I first bite into them, and then I get to the middle of the tomato, and I'm like, nope, I don't know what it is. It sounds like you have with, like, soft and mushy textures, like I do Ugh, with crunchy yeah. things. What? You don't like when crunch? You saying how you'll take off the tomato halfway through a burger uh-huh. it always reminds me of I'll get ice cream and I'll get sprinkles and then I eat the you know a third of an ice cream cone and I have to give it to like my brother and be like, I hate you sprinkles just eat the sprinkles off this and give it back because I can't with the crunching yeah and the chewing anymore yeah um I hate sprinkles for some reason like th- I got them on an ice cream at Disneyland because they were Halloween sprinkles and I wanted to take a photo and then of I course. like tried to eat them and I was like <coughs> This is garbage. This is tiny bits of hard sugar ruining my life in my mouth. Like, where's the ice cream? I don't know. There's all these bits inside of it. Have you ever had boba? 
I have. Um, that shit looks gross and I'll never try it. I don't want to drink giant I balls. Don't, I don't like it. It's a I just don't like the way it tastes. I don't get a kick out of the texture. Some people enjoy it. I, because I don't mind their tapioca balls. I don't mind tapioca pudding. Yeah. Like my mom hates it and mm-hmm. she hates the consistency and the taste of tapioca. Like it's okay. not bad. I just. Yeah. The whole thing with the super wide straw and the like milky tea, none of it. My issue, does it for me. I think, is I've been around so many people that love it so much that listening to somebody enjoy a boba tea, it's like watching The Bachelor and listening to all of them make out with each other. It's not a good sound. It's like just this like slurping of like, because <sighs> the the boba gets stuck in the fucking straw and the straws aren't big enough, so they're just like. <sighs> And it's not working, so then they're, like, moving it around Shaking a bunch, it. and then there's, like, ice inside of it, and they're just, like, moving it, but then they're also talking about how much they love it at the same fucking time. They loved it at Paula Mitchell. Like, all like the girls there I've drank them. I have anybody drinking, actually, yeah, They're just struggling tea. with they're, it. It's just, I, but telling me how delicious it is and exactly. how much they love bubble tea. I feel like they have anxiety because <laughs> they're fucking having to, like, basically give this tea a blowjob in order to get something out of it. And they're so embarrassed by all the noise they're making that they have to be like, this is so fun. I love this. <laughs> they're dying. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'll just have a regular... I'll have a drink, drink. and coffee. Yeah. Fucking water at that point. Um, what's your favorite food? I like cheese maybe the best because mm. there's so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. What's your like favorite potatoes, thing to do with it? You know? Just what you, what you going to do with that cheese? Probably just chop it up and put it in a bowl in the microwave and mm. melt it. You can dip something in it. My spoon and probably nothing else. Depending if you're having a, I'm having guests and I'm trying to look so wait, you, at least a little you bit like, civilized and nutritious. Yeah, maybe I'll dip something in it. You like just eating melted cheese? Yes. I don't think I've ever tried that. I'm not knocking it because I love like queso and like just, and exactly. it's, and it's, it's so much, it's so little can. chip to the amount of queso I really put on that chip. So if I eliminate the chip, I get way more cheese. My cheese percentage goes up two hundred percent if I get rid of that right, chip. There's nothing it? in between. These are good thoughts. These are good things. I, I love, like those. Like condiments though, and dips and sauces. Mm-hmm. Like most of what I eat, I'll get extra sour cream and extra yeah. mayonnaise or whatever. Yeah. And it's about the condiments. Yeah. Or the Do you dressing like or the sauce. Chipotle. Really for that, I've never been actually. Huh. What? I know, because they're, I actually, I've been to one, and I got a soda, Oh, but I've never had the food, Huh? and I've gone with, like, friends, yeah. you know, when they're getting lunch or something, so I've been to Chipotle, but I've never Is it just not, food. it doesn't scream out to you? I like Mexican food, but yeah, nothing there has ever looked that appealing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just has its own taste. So, um, my, um... Uh system that I record on crapped out so I'm gonna ask her uh the uh, last question one more time and then say goodbye again so that's why the podcast seems a little abrupt at the end um if you were standing at a podium and you could tell the whole world anything what would you tell them I would tell them about how much I love Vanderpump Rules and try to start a worldwide dialogue and how much you love coming to my house and me forcing you to drink Mountain Dew (laughs) I come for the Mountain Dew. I the stay for the podcast. Only reason you're here. Um, so, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out, be the best person you can be, and suck as much dick as you possibly can. Bye, y'all, and have a great week. Bye.